action. You're in the helicopter, it's loud, you got your fins on, your wetsuit, mask, snorkel, ready to go, and then you jump. Danger. You can hear the ice hissing and cracking all around you. Adventure. When you cross the equator, you have to ask King Neptune's permission to become a shellback. You're listening to Sea Story. Episode 56, First Flight. My name is Stephen Barnett. I'm from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm a captain in the United States Navy, and this is my sea story. NFO is a naval flight officer. You know, Top Gun, he's the guy in the back seat. So he's the guy that's usually handling the navigation and the radar. So it's kind of like the guy saying, go here, point here, turn here, do that. I'm a naval flight officer, but I, I was scared of heights. So every day was a battle. Every day I had to fight a fear. The first time I, uh, I went flying, I believe it was 1992. It was a T-34 Charlie, but it was an orange and white plane, two-seater. Was going through Naval Flight Officer training at the time, so I'm the backseater. Initially, you have to actually learn how to fly the plane. I don't think I'm built for flying, but something about getting in a plane and strapping it on kind of makes you feel like you're part of the equipment. Probably the first seven or eight months of flying, I got sick. So I went through this whole experience on what do you eat to not get sick? And of course, there was all kind of wives' tales. Everything from eat ginger snaps to don't eat ginger snaps to don't eat greasy foods to eat oranges, don't drink orange juice. So it took me a while before I finally figured out what worked good for me. Flying the plane itself wasn't too difficult, definitely challenging, but every day not knowing physiologically how your body was going to handle the actual mission. As you walk into the plane, you're doing a check. You're checking to make sure everything is there. You know the basic things. You're looking at the engine from the outside. You're looking at the tires. You're looking at the wings, all the control surfaces. So you're following your checklist for that. And then you actually get into the plane, and you're going through your checks right there. So the first time, you don't even fly. You just learn how to drive to get to the runway. The taxiing, actually getting to the runway, was kind of difficult because it's not like driving a car. You have to drive with your feet. Like I see all my friends learning how to taxi out look like a bunch of chickens. You know, you see all these orange and white planes all over the place and you see these folks trying to get to the runway. And I'm like, oh Lord, I just want to get to the runway. So the first time I finally took off, you're taxiing down, it's kind of loud. It's kind of bumpy. And then when you pull back, it just goes quiet. And it's the best feeling in the world. And then that's when I realized, no matter how sick I'm going to get, I'm going to push through this. When you take off, you initially do these things called clearing turns, and you're pretty much doing like you would be in a car. You're looking to your left, you're looking to your right, but you're strapped into the plane. So to physically look, you have to physically turn the plane. So you do these maneuvers where you're basically turning the plane to the left, turning the plane to the right, seeing what's going on, and you're checking all the surfaces of the plane. It's loud, it's hot. It's like an old wooden roller coaster. You feel it. When you strap into a plane, particularly an older, smaller plane, you can feel everything about it. So you're actually part of the plane. And I knew what she was doing at every given time. It's like an old shoe. I just slide right in it and boom, and you just feel like, hey, you know, I never left. One of the best things I like doing up in the air, we would fly on top of the clouds. They call it cloud surfing, just surfing right across the clouds in the plane. So I thought that was awesome. You come back, the smells, the sweat, 
you're too excited, you know, do you want to go eat? I got to go call somebody. But then you run into your buddies and they just come back too. So it's just a whole different range of emotions. We aren't made to do this, but we did it. I had a fear of heights, but I kind of got over that after a while. After you trust the plane, you trust your skills, you trust your training, I, I don't think anything else about it anymore. Matter of fact, I feel more comfortable up there than I do down here. When you're out flying five, six, seven hundred miles away from land and you're over water and you're down low at 300 feet, dolphins chasing your shadows, you realize how lucky we are to be where we are. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Every flight was a fear for me. Every day I met that fear at the front door. And that's life. And I've taken that and I've been able to stress it to my kids or just when I'm mentoring kids from the inner city. Look, you got fears, I guarantee you. But the question is, what do you do with those fears? Do you run from them? Or do you stand there and do you fight the fears every day? I said, and every day I fought the fear. Some days I didn't win, but you know, I'm still standing. If you want to hear more stories like mine, subscribe to Sea Story today. Coming next. We ended up being in the same workplace. Uh, the pits. <laughs> it's a great place. It's hot down there. How did we meet? I think I took his macaroni and cheese one day. I'm a mac and cheese. <laughs> sea Stories brought to you by America's Navy. Learn more at Navy.com.